of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 45. I am Mosh and just a few updates right off the bat. The ghost still hasn't killed me yet and I still haven't played Modern Warfare since the last time I did an episode of this podcast. I've still only played Modern Warfare two times, streamed it twice. So yeah, that's great. There was a new update recently. I've also just been busy with some other games. You know, I've been working on some Destiny 2 stuff. I got a video in the works for that. And then I have been playing some Halo Reach on PC because 343 has let me play it early again. So that was cool and also unexpected. I was planning on playing Modern Warfare more last week and then they sent me an email. They're like, hey, you want to play this game early? I'm like, duh. So been playing those two games, getting my Destiny and Halo fix. I do have some videos in the works. I know I've uploaded the podcast like three weeks in a row without any other videos in between. This one Destiny video is taking longer than expected. And then I also have a stream highlights video in the works. I uploaded another video as a follow-up to my message to Bungie about Crucible and Destiny. But that's unlisted and it will remain unlisted because I'm just going to email it to them. It's not unlisted because I don't want people to hear what I said. I don't care if people hear what I said. It's just... It doesn't feel like a video that needs to be public, mostly because I'm talking like directly to Bungie. But uh, I'll put a link to that. I'll probably have it on Twitter or in the Discord. I know the other day I said I was going to post in Discord and I never did, so I'll probably do that. But yeah, I'm going to email those videos to Bungie and see what happens because I'm really serious about this mode. (laughs) I know I joke around a lot, but I'm actually serious about this mode. You know, who knows? Maybe we'll start talking uh, behind the scenes and things will happen. Anyway, enough rambling, enough bambling. Black Friday is around the corner on November 29th, and I have a few deals. Now, I don't know if other countries do Black Friday. It's definitely an American thing, so if your area does Black Friday, cool. If not, cool. So I have ads right now for Target and Best Buy. If I get more for next week, then I will talk about them, but for now, these are the only two I have. Oh, and I also don't know when these stores open because it could be different for each area and different time zones. So you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Some stores only open on Friday. Some are open the day before on Thanksgiving. Again, you got to figure that one out. Okay, so starting with Target. It says they're going to have over 100 games at $15. Now, it doesn't show every game because that would be a pretty big uh, advertisement. So it just shows a few. World War Z, Killer Queen, Black, Overwatch, The Division 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2 Remake for 15 bucks, Pretty good deal. Crash Team Racing, the new one. Crash Team The Insane Trilogy, Rainbow Six Siege, Grand Theft Auto 5. Those are just a few that will be 15 bucks at Target. $25, Control, Black Ops 4. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, I think. I don't know. The image is kind of small. Uh, Spyro, the uh, Reignited Trilogy, Just Dance 2020. I actually heard that Just Dance 2020 is going to be the last game on the Nintendo Wii. Like, they're still making games for Wii, and that'll be the final one. Now over to $30. Fallout 76 should be free. WWE 2K20, Judgment, Mortal Kombat 11, Rage 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, wink wink, FIFA 20, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and again there's more, they're just not showing everything, and then for $35, 
Gears 5, Monster Hunter World, which I think is the Iceborne DLC. Or it's the game with Ice. I don't know. Monster Hunter World. Need for Speed Heat, which I think just came out for 60 bucks. So if you just wait a couple weeks, you can get it for 35 bucks. And Borderlands 3. So some good deals there. And for $45, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Controllers are on sale. PS4 and Xbox One controllers are $40. And the Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch are $60. Which they are a lot more expensive than I thought. Apparently, Joy-Con controllers are $80. Which is ridiculous. PS4 is on sale for $200. You can get a PS4 with The Last of Us Remastered, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Pretty good deal. Xbox Live Gold, PlayStation Plus, and Nintendo Online are $5 off. You can get an Xbox One X with Gears 5 for $350, and that comes with a $40 Target gift card with it. Pretty sure you can't use the gift card on it. You'd have to use it on something else. But there are $40 games. Like you can use it on Modern Warfare and it'll only be 5 bucks. You can use it on a controller for free. Borderlands 3. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mortal Kombat. I mean, there's some Resident Evil 2. There's some games you could probably pick up with that. Actually, I don't even know if you can use it at the same checkout. You might have to like buy it first. The Xbox first and then come back and then buy it. So, I don't know. I don't know how gift cards work. I do know how they work, but in this instance, I don't know how they work. And then PlayStation VR is on sale for $200, and it comes with a bundle. So you get the VR headset, and it comes with five games. You get Resident Evil 7, Astro Bot, Everybody's Golf VR, Skyrim, and then the last game, the picture is pretty small, and I can't read what it says. Something World or worlds i don't know it's not monster hunter because that's not in vr and it's not outer worlds because that's also not in vr but something worlds all right so that was target let's go over to best buy they also have the ps4 deal with the uh, bundle of god of war last of us and horizon zero dawn controllers are also 40 dollars, but modern warfare was 45 dollars at target at best buy it's 40 so you get an extra five dollars off their PSVR bundle only comes with Blood and Truth and Everybody's Golf VR, so Targets is better, especially because of Astrobot. I mean, come on. That alone is worth the 200 bucks. All right, so some Vigi games here. For some PS4 titles, Days Gone will be $20. Crash Insane Trilogy will be 20 bucks, which at Target it was 15 MLB The Show 19 is 20 You could have got a free PS Plus. Medieval, the brand new one, the remake, $20. God of War is $10, Horizon Zero Dawn's $10, The Last of Us Remastered's $10, which you could have also got for free with PlayStation Plus. It also goes on sale for like 8 bucks, so you can even get it cheaper. Uncharted The Nathan Drake Collection, which comes with 1, 2, and 3, 10 bucks. Uncharted 4, 10 bucks. Resident Evil 2 Remake, 15 bucks. Grand Theft Auto 5, 15 bucks. PS4 Spider-Man, 15 bucks. Kingdom Hearts 3, 15 bucks. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, $28. Borderlands 3, $28. So for Target, it was $35. Best Buy, it's $28. FIFA 20 is $28. Madden 20 is $28. NBA 2K 20 is $20. Overwatch, $15. Far Cry New Dawn, $15. Devil May Cry, $15. Rainbow Six Siege, $15. Shadow of the Tomb Raiders, $15. Forza Horizon 4 is $20. Fallout 76 is $10. Metro Exodus, 20. Need for Speed Heat, 40. Shenmue 3, 35, which 
comes out on the 19th. So if you just wait a few more days, you can get it for cheaper. Xbox One deal, you get Xbox One X with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for $350. So it's the same as the Target deal, but instead of Gears 5, you get Star Wars. You get Xbox One S, and it looks like it comes with Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Fortnite. And that is the version of the Xbox One that doesn't have any discs. It's all digital. You get the Xbox One S that does support discs, and this one comes with NBA 2K20. So no disc, 150 with disc. 200 black ops 4 30 bucks control 30 bucks red dead redemption 2 25 dollars gears 5 25 mortal kombat 11 25 crash team racing 25 game pass 25 three months of xbox live gold 15 that's pretty much it i mean there are more games and stuff in between but i'm just trying to hit like the popular stuff so yeah if you're interested in black friday and you're gonna go out and buy some video games there's uh, some deals for you. And again, if I get my hands on more Black Friday deals, I will obviously let you know. I might have to hop on some of those God of War for 10 bucks. I mean, it's a pretty good deal. Resident Evil 2 Remake for 15 bucks. I don't know, it's a pretty good deal. PS4 that comes with God of War, Last of Us Remastered, and Horizon Zero Dawn for 200 bucks. I don't know, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, it'll probably sell out pretty quickly. Black Friday doesn't have like a bajillion of these things in stock so i mean if you're going for the ps4 deal you got to get there you're gonna be standing in line pretty early all right now on to some other gaming stuff the new grand prix for crash team racing came out and it's like circus carnival themed which is pretty cool all the original tracks Beanox has made so far have been great so that's uh well it's great <laughs> so if they ever make a brand new crash team racing game and they have their own maps or tracks I think the game would be in good hands because so far they've done a great job with their own original ideas. So that's great. Like I said, it's great. Uh, this next thing I'm going to talk about is great. So there was an engine uh, that didn't make any sense. So there was an update. <laughs> so there was this engine. There was an update on the last Grand Prix. Oh, the new Grand Prix ends on uh, December 8th. So there's an update on the last Grand Prix, which was pretty big, and I missed it. So what it does is... It allows you to engine swap. So previously, characters had their own stats. One character could be great with speed. Others could be great with turning, acceleration, or balanced. And that's just what the character was. And, you know, some characters are a lot better than others. Like, the turning characters are just, like, not good. They don't really uh, stack up against, like, acceleration characters or the speed characters. So a lot of people were like, hey, it'd be cool if we could, like, just use any character we want with whatever stats we want and uh Beanox listened and you can do that now so before polar the polar bear he was a turning character if you want him to be an acceleration or speed character now you can do that so you can use whatever character you want with whatever style you want and like i said that's pretty great I know a lot of the uh, Crash Team Racing purists out there were kind of against the idea because, you know, everything has to be as close to the original as possible, but I'm pretty sure they're okay with this. Next up, we have some uh, movement, some changes in the PlayStation world. So, Guerrilla Games, Herman Holst, is now the head of Worldwide Studios. The former head of Worldwide Studios, Shuhei Yoshida, is now going to be looking after the indie developers. Says Herman starts his role immediately and will manage all of Sony's game development across its 14 internal studios. 
Meanwhile, Shuhei Yoshida will leave his current role to lead a new initiative that will look after and nurture external, smaller, independent studios. These changes are part of Sony Interactive Entertainment's restructuring ahead of the launch of PS5. And then PlayStation CEO and President Jim Ryan had this to say. Herman is a European who will be taking one of the major offices at PlayStation. I think everybody in Europe should be thrilled and happy and proud that this is happening. Herman is one of the most effective and well-respected leaders in the video game industry. He is a passionate advocate for the teams he leads and understands how to empower creative talent to build great experiences. I have no doubt Herman can lead our teams to deliver compelling and diverse experiences at a steady cadence. So yeah, he's going to be overlooking the exclusives, which is good. This is a good change because I guess Shuhei is really like into indie games. So to have them kind of, well, they didn't flip because Herman wasn't here yet. So for Shuhei to go down to indies and to bring Herman in to like overlook the big studios, like this is a good thing. And also uh, Gorilla, Killzone, Horizon Zero Dawn, they also helped with Death Stranding. Because Kojima didn't have an engine for that game. And Gorilla said, hey, you can use our engine. And I think I read that 70, I think it was 70 Gorilla employees also like worked on Death Stranding. Not like worked on it full time, but they had a hand in it, I should say. Herman himself said, I've worked closely with PlayStation and the entire Worldwide Studios family since 2001. And I have the utmost respect and admiration for the creative talent and ambitious ideas within the network of studios across the U.S., Europe, and Japan. Yoshida's new position is part of a new initiative celebrating external developers that are creating new and unexpected experiences. Everybody knows just how passionate Shu is about independent games. They are lifeblood of the industry, making our content portfolio so special for our gamers. These wildly creative experiences deserve focus and a champion like Shu at PlayStation, who will ensure the entire SIE organization works together to better engage with independent developers through a culture of supporting and celebrating their contributions to PlayStation platforms. That's all I have for gaming this week. I'm sure I forgot something as I forget something every single week. So that's great. Let's just move on to music. Bring Me the Horizon released their brand new song for Death Stranding. It's called Ludens. That's a really good song. They said they had five days to create it and it was only two of the members. Ollie, the singer, and Jordan, the keyboardist, backup vocalist, producer, whatever he does. I guess they were not sure if they were actually making the song for the game or not, and they hadn't written anything yet, and then they got a call, and the person on the other end was like, hey, you're you're doing this song, and they were like, uh, but we don't, we don't have anything. Oh, and the song needs to be done in five days, uh, but we don't have any, we don't, we don't got nothing. So they made the song in five days, with only two of the members. And uh, for only five days, they did a pretty good job. <laughs> I don't know about other members of the band, but I know Ollie is a big fan of Kojima. On their Sepaternal album, they have a song called Shadow Moses, which is a reference to Metal Gear Solid. So I'm sure when he was asked to make a song for Kojima, it was, duh, like a no-brainer. They did a really, really good job on it. And it kind of, it's kind of like a few other albums mixed together. It's like the last three albums into one song which is pretty cool. And speaking of albums from them, Ollie pretty much said that they might not make albums anymore. It might be done. But that doesn't mean they're done with music. Just the way the industry is changing, 
he said, you know, you, do, you don't really want to wait two or three years to release an album. And then, you know, if people don't like it, they have to wait another two or three years for the next one. So he basically said they just want to release music more. So maybe more EPs, maybe just more single releases. And, you know, I still like albums, but I understand where he's coming from. And more music is, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what everyone wants, right? Like, I don't care if it's coming in the form of an album or an EP. New music's new music. And this would actually give them a chance to experiment more. Maybe one EP, they go back to their metalcore sound. Maybe the next EP, they do like kind of what they're doing now, more poppy electronic sound. And then you can kind of retain your fan base that way. Because, you know, if they release a metalcore thing, then the fans of the current stuff are like, okay, that's cool. I'll wait for the next one. And then they release another EP and it's more along the lines of what people that like their current sound enjoy. So it could be a good idea. And, you know, this band just keeps changing things. I mean, they weren't the first band to ever change their sound, but they're definitely one of the most talked about, and they got a lot of flack for it, but they maintained a good chunk of their fan base because they're smart. So they went through a successful sound change, and now they might be ditching the album format and changing things up again. So respect to this band. And a big reason why they've been able to maintain their success and their fan base is because they just changed with their fans. They basically just grew up with their fans. And when you get older, your musical taste changes. That's why they were successful. And of course, people want to throw out the sellout where they're not sellouts. If you're making the music you truly want to make, you're not a sellout. If you're making music you don't want to make because you want extra money, then you're a sellout. Bring Me the Horizon is a band that likes to experiment. I don't know how that could ever be considered selling out. Experimenting like this is one of the most dangerous things you could do as a band. And they don't care. Playing it safe would be selling out. They're just being themselves. You gotta respect it. Anyway, moving on. So that song, the Ludens song, is off of an album from Death Stranding. Death Stranding Timefall. That is the name of the album. And it's eight songs. All the artists on it created these songs just for the game. And it is very good. So you got the Bring Me Horizon song. You got Churches, The Neighborhood, Major Laser. Can't remember everyone who's on it, but it's a really good album. And I guess when Kojima heard the Church's song, he started crying. So I'll put a link to this in the description. I'm going to put two links. I'm going to put a Spotify link and uh, I guess a YouTube link if I can find one. The only reason I'm hesitant about the YouTube one is because it is Death Stranding related. And, you know, YouTube likes to recommend people videos. So if they're seeing that you're watching Death Stranding stuff, they might recommend Death Stranding videos, which could contain spoilers because people like to put spoilers in their titles and thumbnails. So that's why I'm kind of like iffy on the YouTube thing, because I don't want the game to be spoiled for people if they're trying to avoid spoilers. So I guess click at your own risk, but I will put a Spotify link. That's just YouTube being nuts. I mean, when God of War came out, I hopped on YouTube and a few of my recommended videos were just God of War spoilers. YouTube was like, yo, you really got to see this. And I was like, I really don't. But I guess it's too late now. And I didn't watch any God of War videos before that. YouTube was just like, yeah, you you really want this. I was like, I no, I really don't. If I did, I'd be watching God of War videos, which I'm not. You can look at my history. YouTube, you can see my watch history. I'm not watching God of War videos. Why did you do this to me? Thanks, Google. So that's the Death Stranding Timefall album. There's another sound, not soundtrack. The score of the game is also available. I haven't listened to the whole thing because it's an hour and 46 minutes long. I've heard snippets though, and it is, I mean, it sounds good. It's by Ludwig Forsell. So I'll put a link to that in the description as well, the Spotify link. But moving on. Polaris, a band from Australia, has released a new song called Masochist. Good stuff. 
very much enjoy it. Can't go wrong with a little uh, Australian metalcore. Good way to kind of end the year because I don't know if there's many more new songs coming out or if bands are just going to wait until next year to start dropping stuff because uh, December is usually not a month where bands release anything because they don't want to compete with Christmas. I think Currents might be releasing a new song this week because Sharp Tone Records said that this month would be Amir, Polaris, and Currents. And last week was Polaris. The week before that was Amir. So I would just assume that this week is Currents. The band also said that it's supposed to be heavy, so we'll see about that. Also, the guitarist, Chris, he's in another band called Shadow of Intent, and they just released a new album not too long ago. They might be one of the best deathcore bands on the planet at the moment. So he's got his deathcore project in Shadow of Intent, and he has his metalcore project in Currents. So you could say he's kind of a busy dude. All right, moving on to my weekly pick. My weekly pick this week is actually just going to be that Death Stranding album because I can't think of anything else to recommend. So Death Stranding, Time Fall. Like I said earlier, there'll be two separate links in the description, one for Spotify, one for YouTube. And I also just want to say like the pop electronic parts on this album is what I look for in those genres. I don't really listen to electronic music because I don't listen to the hardcore wub wubs and the dub dubs. That's too much for me. It's too schizophrenic sounding and it's just a jumbled mess. So the electronic stuff on this album is exactly what I look for and I need to find more of it. On to my weird story of the week. So for my story this week, it is a cat that has two faces. The cat's name is Duo. It's from San Diego. It has one head, two mouths, two noses, and four eyes. Duo was born three months ago but was rejected by her mother. Luckily, the mother's cat's owner was friends with a veterinarian, Ralph Tran, who agreed to adopt this special needs cat and give her the necessary love and medical care. At first, Tran fed Duo with a tube and a syringe, but she has since learned how to eat on her own. Both of her mouths meow separately, and both noses are fully functional. Each face fights to eat, and as a result, most of the food just ends up in the middle eye and on her forehead. She's had other issues as well, including respiratory infection and possible seizures. She also has issues walking. Says a lot of cats like this don't live more than a few days, but she has clearly defied the odds i know this is like a giant birth defect and a disability for the cat so calling it weird might not be the nicest thing but there's a video of the cat and it's just really weird to look at it's hard to even think that that's real but it is i mean it's pretty sad honestly i don't even know if i should have talked about it oh well we went there it's over next week i'll just hit florida again or something but that's going to do it for me this week. I'm out of here. So thank you for listening. As always, you can listen on iTunes and Apple, Spotify, all those other places, links, description, you already know. So with that said, I'll talk to you next week. Later. Later.